Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is Kyle Mullen. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. speak for myself i'm doing great or i shouldn't speak for you i just i'm doing good too i just had an amazing burger oh yeah got off of work early today mm. um decided not to go to the dmv like a <sighs> responsible adult avoiding the dmv at all costs <laughs> so i feel like i've had a full day today that would have given you a headache for sure yes it would have i'm sure the burger didn't give you much of a headache though no i am very satisfied while it's on my mind, I should uh, let our listeners know, if you haven't already, um, we are on iTunes Podcasts, and we would greatly appreciate it if you paused the episode right here, and you went and gave us a review, a rate and review. Um, we would love that. It helps us get more noticed. Um on the iTunes charts, and uh, yeah, that's really helpful. Yeah, if you like our content and you review us, then more people will see our content. Yes, yes. More so, viewers like you. More viewers like you. If you enjoy what we're doing, enjoy our jibber jabber. Um, yeah, give us a little, give us a little review. We'd love it. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter um, at World We Live Pod. Um, you can catch us on. Audio Boom, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcasts, um, and I actually just about three hours ago created a Facebook page for the podcast. Oh wow! So if you're on Facebook, you can go to um, the World We Live In podcast, or um, it's at World We Live Pod, just like the Twitter. So be sure to do that. Um, yeah, the Facebook group. I figured uh, I don't know. I just kind of see how many people are out there and. Uh, See how many likes we get, and um, can never in, know. We can more ways to interact. Yeah, more ways to interact, more content. Um, a lot of good content. There's so much content out there. So if you're listening and you have some weird, strange thing, or you just want to talk with us, just want to stop by and say hello. Give us a little, uh, give us a little ring on the Facebook page, and uh, we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, if you enjoy us, go ahead and do that. And, um, I think that's it for housekeeping. So what you got? I know Kyle, Kyle, uh, Kyle had some stuff to start off that he was uh, a little, a little, uh, happy about. I do. Um, so this, this village in Whitehall, New York, mm-hmm. uh, which is best known for, for being the birthplace of the U S Navy. Yes. Um, so this town again, Whitehall, New York, uh, has officially 
made their their town ta- their town animals. So you know how like states have animals, mm. you know flowers, whatever. For sure. This town's animal is uh, the Sasquatch. It was unanimously voted on uh, last Tuesday, and the um, Whitehall town officials voted uh, that Sasquatch should be their their animal and the last Saturday of every September will officially be known as Sasquatch Appreciation Day. Ah, oh, there there you go. He see he is catching on. He's being appreciated. There you go. Slowly, slowly but surely they're going to have a half marathon and a 5K. Wow. That might be worth making the journey for. That's like uh I can't imagine the outfits. Oh, dude. That people, you know, I mean, oh so gosh. I've been to the, like the Disney uh-huh. half marathon and 5K. I think it's a half marathon. Oh, have you really? Wow. Um, I think that's a good time. Yeah, my, my parents have run it. And, uh-huh. you know, obviously people dress up for that and all, so, all sorts of stuff. Uh, the Sasquatch 5K, though, would, would be awesome. Would be awesome. That would be great. It'd be great. I Dude, I bet that's a great time. And it's a. Uh, Honoring, uh, you know, honoring, such a good honor, guy. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, dude, I imagine that'll be in September. I bet, wow, I bet Whitehall, New York is gorgeous. Is it upstate New dude, York? upstate New York, almost near Vermont. It's a long drive. Yeah, dude, that's a haul. Huh. You know, you make time for what's important to you, though. Priorities. <sighs> that's, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. You make time for what's important, and you know... Dude, running a 5K in a Sasquatch costume might be worth it. Might that is that's that at least ranks in importance. Yes, I'll, it's up I'll, there. When September comes around, and if I'm there or not, I'll uh-huh. at least be thinking about it. It'll be on my mind. I'll tell you what, I won't back out. That's for sure. That's for sure. If I commit to it, I'm doing <laughs> it. So, and um, uh, did you? You we, we were talking before. Did you have a question? Oh, do you did want? You re- I have, I have several questions. You have several for you. questions. Yeah, yeah um, let's, let's give for, the for listeners, the listeners question. for for those guys. Mm-hmm. Eric and I usually just uh, go back and forth. It's very it's very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably the first or second time in in world we live in podcast history where I've taken notes before. Yes, usually, I mean, I'd say it's worked out so far. I usually totally we agree. just kind of just kind of do it, but uh, it's coming up. It's coming up on a year. Coming up on a year in uh, in August yeah, and uh, trying some new things out. Just yeah, experimenting. Do you want the uh, hard question or the easy question? I'll try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go with the hard question. Okay, this is the hard question. Okay. If a giraffe were to wear a necktie, mm-hmm. would he wear it at the top of his neck or at the bottom? <laughs> um. Is there like are we just? Is this like a? It it fits around his neck. It's not yeah, like no it's no just, yeah. It's just does he wear it up, yeah. to, up closer <laughs> to his head that. or down lower? I'm gonna say down body. lower, oh. because then you get the stylish the stylishness of it like falling on yeah, your chest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I I tend to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just it would be tough to like keep it up. Right. So yeah. so so my my logic is that is actually where we're humans where our neckties is on you know it's resting like right on on the bottom. Well, like, like our, our bonnet. Yeah, yeah, by our um, 
Collarbone. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank I you. like that. I've never heard it that way. What's the easy one? <laughs> um, how many things have you thought of for the last time? Oh yes, I remember. That's not that's not this really week, a question, but no, that's more it's of just like whoa. Just kind of let that rest in your head. Yeah, yeah. I do. I did have another question though. It yeah. also was about necks. Okay. Um. Uh, where does a a snake's a snake's neck start and its body begin? Uh, do snakes even have necks? <laughs> <laughs> so I look. I had to look up the answer. Did you to check this. that out? Um, and snakes do have necks. There's actually a small bit where so snakes have ribs. Uh huh. And there's a small bit in between their skulls and their body where they don't have ribs, and there's it's just a. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just like a spine, like it's just a little neck. Uh-huh. Um, however, snakes are very flexible, and if you pick a snake up by the neck, it can still turn around still and, bite you. and bite you. That's why. Have you ever seen people who they pick up snakes? They pick it up by the side of their mouths, uh-huh. so it can't like twist. Yeah, that's nuts. R.I.P. Uh, Steve Irwin. <sighs> yeah, that dude was crazy. Dude, I remember watching him when I was younger. If anyone could could have found Sasquatches, I was just say if Steve. Yeah, if Steve Irwin didn't find, if Bear Grylls hasn't found Sasquatch, he's too busy drinking his own urine. It's well, it's sterile, cool. and he probably likes the taste as well. So, I mean, you said you'd shout out to Patches of Zulu. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really hope somebody listening got that reference. I really hope, but I don't know. Moving right along. Continuing. Uh, the FBI has released uh, documents held by Nikola Tesla. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Nikola Tesla, um, I hope everyone knows who that is. If you don't, the internet's your friend here. Super interesting guy. Uh, obviously, Elon Musk's company named Tesla is, is named after named after Nikola. Uh, mm-hmm. He did a lot of stuff with like electricity and big si- big science guy. Yeah, huge science guy. Big physics guy. Uh, but when Tesla died, the FBI came and raided his house and apparently took two trucks worths. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say how big the trucks were, but two trucks worths of information in 1943. Okay. So we're, we're talking, we're talking yeah. handwritten, yeah, handwritten stuff, drawings. Uh, the biggest fear was that Tesla had a death ray, oh. or at least had drawings of a death ray, uh, which the FBI uh, denied for years. But apparently, in these documents that were released, uh, Tesla was working on a death ray. So a death ray. Um, does it say what that? What the purpose of a death ray is? Excellent question. Okay. Uh, the death ray apparently was supposed to be used for for self defense. Oh. Um, against potential, I get I guess attack. So Tesla died in nineteen thirty seven, which means he lived through World War One. Is it thirty seven or forty seven? Thirty seven. Okay. He died in 1937. 19... Holy cow. He died in 1943. Wow, where did I get... Oh. Wow. So, Tesla died on 
January 7th, 1943. Okay. Later, when these documents were uncovered, it were released by the FBI. He had died. He had actually died on the 8th. Okay. So that's where I got confused. So he died in 1943. Okay. That was my mistake. Gotcha. Just wanted to clarify. Yes, that was totally my bad. So he was trying to create this death ray as a way to kind of never go through war again. Mm-hmm. Um, the fear from the United States was that this death ray would get into, obviously, the enemy's hands, whether that be the Soviet Union or... The Germans. The Germans. The Germans. Uh, Tesla's nephew, Sava Koz- Koznicka, Koshnok, Kosh- uh, yeah, was we'll with that. was once the minister of internal affairs in Yugoslavia. Okay. So the fear was that Tesla was giving his nephew information. Uh, so upon Tesla's death, basically his house was raided and the secrets uh, were kept for 73 years. Mm. Wow. Apparently Tesla's death ray was never uh, like mastered or, or yeah. came to fruition, but there were plans for... Uh, such things. So, it's just like an invisible beam. Do they go into specifics? They, uh, so it'd be it, it was a it was a particle beam. Okay. Uh, it sounds like he was trying to like split an atom. Huh. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the on the physics. Yeah, dude, that's that stuff gets complicated real fast. Uh, of that, but. Um, it said Tesla completed uh, pace time applications for his particle beam one being to transmit power without wires over long distance mm. another radical notion he proposed was to heat up portions of the upper atmosphere to light the sky at night a man made aurora borealis wow uh, although, uh, through his death beam, an uncanny resemblance to the charged particle beam weapon both the United States and the Soviet U- Union used during the Cold War. Which, I think what is very interesting about this is I believe it was uh, Leonardo da Vinci who also had death ray uh, ideas. Really? I know Leonardo had sketches of like tanks and helicopters, mm-hmm. um, and I think a submarine. This uh, I know Leonardo's Da Vinci's death ray. Um, it was supposed to be more of like a reflection from the sun, like where you could power mm-hmm. the sun's energy and light like a bunch of boats on fire, like at the same time. So you know you know how people like roast ants with a magnifying glass. I was gonna glass? say like the magnifying glass, kind of like that, but on like a, a big scale where you could do it also. Again, to to boats, so pretty. Pretty big deal. Um, you brought up Leonardo, and I saw this the other day on Facebook, but I totally it was a couple of weeks ago. I totally forgot about it. There was this painting that was lost. Um, it was a Leonardo da Vinci painting, and um, it sold 
This is from no- this article from the New York Times is from November 2017, but this painting sold for 450 million dollars. This painting was I don't thought- get that. Uh, well, it was bought by a Saudi prince, so understandable. So I I have two questions for you. Okay. Um, what do you think deems? Uh, something first of all, so the FBI kept this. A secret for so long because uh-huh. they said it was a matter of national security first uh-huh. of all that's like nearly the best excuse that anyone <laughs> could possibly have to do anything true true secondly what what do you think qualifies as like why did they decide to release this now you know 73 years later mm-hmm. as opposed to 20 years ago probably because they just finished developing it wow that is I mean I don't know if I don't know if I actually believe that but if you're thinking about like why would they not want other people to have it well because we're developing it they've already mastered it we if we've mastered it it doesn't matter who like we already have it uh-huh. so I don't know it's I think it's 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 plausible I mean dude the military has stuff that we have no idea about don't even know exists don't we know. we did that that article a couple of what was it the the Cuban oh the uh, the are you talking about the U S diplomats yeah that got in like Cuba got uh-huh. like sick yeah yeah that's weird what happened in China as well right 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 um yeah. so that was my first question mm-hmm. um second question how much would you pay for a piece of art <sighs> dude I mean. I mean, this is a great painting. I'll link to the article on the website. I mean, obviously, it's of it's of it's of so it's of Jesus Christ. Um, but dude, four hundred and fifty million dollars. Do you know what I? Do you know you know you know what you could do with four hundred fifty million dollars? A lot. It's it's almost mind numbing. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't know how to think about that much money. I could, well, I was gonna say I don't, I don't even. You said four hundred fifty million dollars. I mean, dude, we wouldn't. I mean, we wouldn't have to work a day in our lives. Dude, no, you wouldn't have to work ever again, and you could live like pretty big, pretty freaking large. Dude, yeah. I bet you could buy an island. I think you could. You know, there's a show called Island Hunters. Mm. I hate that. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. Oh, I imagine it's awesome. <laughs> I saw one. These two guys were in Bora Bora. Just buying an island. I'm like, oh, okay. That sounds cool. Um, I mean, dude, $450 million. I mean, I would, yeah. I would definitely not. <laughs> I wouldn't be living in the South. <laughs> no? Where would you be living? probably in California <laughs> uh, this I just found this article it says the most expensive home I don't know if this is up to date but it says the most expensive home ever sold in the United States cost 147 million I'm sure that's pretty close so you could have this house or mm-hmm. or you could have one painting definitely the house I mean I love art I love I love I do love art especially the traditional art like 
the Renaissance painting and uh, the Renaissance era paintings and all the all that. But dude, I would not spend that much money. Think about it though. If you're if you're willing to blow four hundred fifty million dollars on art. That is a small fraction of your actual wealth. Well, right. I, I was gonna say for him, it, it's just it's just an investment. Like it's, it's not it's, it's penny not. cash. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be I interesting to see. I couldn't imagine. Uh, I might have to look this up for next week, but it'd be interesting to see if the painting gets resold. Oh. But I don't know why you spend that much money if you're just gonna resell it. Because it's gonna appreciate. Because in ten years you're gonna sell it for fifty yeah. more thousand dollars than what it was worth. I guess, I guess I don't know how that works. That's a whole crazy world. Art, 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 and horse horse breeding. What's crazy to me about art is like it only costs as much as someone's willing to pay for it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like it <clears throat> it holds again with most things, they don't hold intrinsic value, but with art, if something is historical or Mm -hmm. like i don't i don't know besides historical value like what possibly makes art cost so much um i I would argue that most of it is uh, historical value um with this painting though the the video i was watching showed the woman who like touched it up because apparently it had been through so many hands and people had messed with it and tried to read re like do the painting which i don't that doesn't make any sense to me Uh um but she had to retouch up the painting and um uh she thought it was a copy but when she started getting like into the details she realized that no one else painted like this except leonardo da vinci then she was like this is the lost painting so but i mean dude imagine retouching up a painting like that that is high stress work. I have a hard time. I can't even wrap presents for people that know me, for my family oh, that's listening either. that yeah. receives Christmas presents for me every year. I don't even put my name on the outside of the present because it's such a bad wrapping job that they know it's from me. It's just better anonymous. Oh, it's not. Or anonymous. they they know it's they know from, it's from me because, because it's, it's bad. so bad. Mm. It's not. I was gonna say it's not even anonymous. Let alone like <laughs> like that craft of of folding paper mm-hmm. I couldn't like I couldn't imagine the stress of working on a painting that's like a couple hundred years old that is that expensive no 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 Mm-mm. I get anxious driving like my parents car Dude, yeah I get anxious just driving <laughs> <laughs> Nashville drivers suck though sorry if anyone is Living in Nashville and driving. I, I hope that offends someone. I hope it does. I hope we get a, a complaint. <laughs> um, but anyway, any last thoughts on Tesla? I think Tesla's underappreciated. Mm. Um, Agreed. I would say go do some research for yourself. Mm, on Tesla. Worst case scenario, you come out a smarter individual. Yes, yes. Best case scenario... You develop a love for it and become a world famous physicist. Wow, that is best case. Worst case scenario, you end up a little more educated and you have something to talk about <laughs> at dinner parties. You can be a little more interesting. You can, you can. 
No, Tesla, dude, Tesla was a Tesla was ahead of his time. I think mm. almost too far ahead that people um, he did just didn't fit in. Underappreciated. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I learned about Tesla in school. I did not. I know I didn't. He is one of those characters that once you start reading up on, you're just like. How, how this do dude I... was doing what? Yeah. This dude was doing... He was doing some crazy things. Um, well, cool. I want to find a... It doesn't matter. Okay. Next time. Um, so, yeah. I was... Um, I was scrolling through some... Uh, actually, I just came across this on, on Twitter... Um, it was so. This is from the fourteen oh, um, Sorry, what's up? Can I? Mm-hmm. I just I just googled Nikola Tesla uh, inventions. Ah, real quick. Yes. Um, alternating current, which I don't know what that is, but it sounds impressive. Um, Tesla coil, remote controls. Um, the three phase electric power, which is pretty. It's those things. You see this? It's those things you see on the side of the road where you're yeah. like, wow. They look like giant humans. Yep, those mm-hmm. are everywhere. Um, neon lamp, induction motor. So some pretty important things. And I bet some other stuff. Sure, some stuff that's not listed. But if you at at the worst, just remember remote control. Every time you reach out, you're like, "Wow, I'm so happy I don't have to go up on my TV and <laughs> and turn the volume up or like change the channel." You'd be like, "Wow, thank you so much, Nikola Tesla." Bless up, Tesla. You're underappreciated, but there's still people rooting for you. Mm. We still thinking of you. RIP. RIP. Um So yeah, as I was saying, um I was on Twitter um looking for content and I came across this um this article from the 14.com and it's about a fire poltergeist in India. Fire. Fire poltergeist. And um so apparently, uh, it's 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 fairly brief, but the uh, it's it's brief. So, <laughs> so I um, expanded on that and actually found a story from Alabama that is pretty nuts. It's one I just um, on. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a pretty crazy one. And so we're gonna go into that, but first, just a little bit about this indie one. Um, so yeah, the, it basically. It's pretty similar to like a regular poltergeist, except there's fire. Um, so in this case, there were mo- multiple outbreaks of fire and other poltergeist-like activity um, occurring, and um, the yeah these these uh, these. Uh, individuals in India that were witnessing this um, they said there was like strangling of cows with like a noose that no one could figure out um, how it happened it said one cow has died due to the tightening of a noose around its neck and the incidence of rope tying um just uh, they were unexplained 
Um, I mean, I, I imagine killing a cow is, I mean, pretty significant. Obviously, they're very valuable for multiple. Oh, for you know, sure. we we use cows for a lot of things. Well, and in India, I'm pretty sure the cow is a sacred, sacred, sacred yeah. animal. Um, yeah, no, uh, that's right. No, no, no beef. Yeah, no beef. Where's the beef? Not here. <laughs> we don't have any beef. Alive and well is where it is. <laughs> yeah, and then other stuff just got lit on fire and unexplained on how it happened. Um, fought, some fire broke out in people's houses um, where it just shouldn't have been happening. And it was just freaking people out. So, um, expanding on that, there is a story in Alabama. Um, from It's from 9th, August 1958. Um and the fire captain, S.H. Joyner of Talladega, Alabama, realized that he had a serious problem on his hands. So there was this um, four-room log tenant house that was about eight miles outside the city. And by August 28th, there had been 22 fires in this small house, and 17 of them had occurred in one day. So, this house was occupied by Calvin Tuck and his wife, uh, Willie Bell, and their six small children, aged from three to nine months. They were an African-American family that had been experiencing these fires uh, that had, it says, gutted the structure. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. Just incredible destruction. I mean, dude. I mean, how many fires can a structure withstand? <laughs> Seriously. Well, the fact that it was wood and that it hadn't burnt down uh-huh. also is kind of strange. And so they remained in this house as long as possible, but eventually it just got to the point where they had to move out. And so, yeah, they were basically home- homeless and um, they were wandering around. And so it talks about... Um, some of the fires, it says, strangely, nearly every one of the fires had started near the ceiling, except for a mattress that had mysteriously burst into flames. None of the fires had started on the floor. The flames were all reddish-blue in color, quote-unquote, looked like sulfur burning, according to witnesses. Um, it says the source of the fires were completely be- bewildering as the house had a metal roof and had no electrical wiring inside. Um, t- so, throughout this uh, happening, different, um, I don't want to say political figures, but there's like some law enforcement and different people that are associated. Social, social figures. Social figures, yeah. So, Talladega County Road Commissioner Leslie Huto and a local contractor named Ortis Horton visited the house on August 27th and saw a fire start literally in front of their eyes. Uh, Huto later said he started scraping the wall with a knife and a flame flared up right in his face. He said he also made a circle on the wall with a knife blade, and that exact spot later began to burn. He and Horton reported that a fire started about every 15 minutes while they were at the house, and they had no explanation, obviously. So, news of this started to spread through the newspapers, and within hours, 
Apparently, over 200 people had gathered to watch uh, these, these this, fires. This, yeah, this stuff happening. And the talks moved into a other ha- another house located nearby. Um, and four new fires broke out in rapid succession. And Calvin Tuck, uh, he was obviously... He didn't know what to do. I mean, I can't imagine like you being like the the homeowner, like the father, and sh- shit is just happening that you just have no control. You have, over. You're trying to take care of a family in your house, just keeps it lighting itself. <laughs> I can't imagine the frustration. Crazy. Um. So he took all of his, he took all of the family's remaining possessions except for their furniture, which had which had been repossessed because they didn't have any way to pay it. And he tossed them in a pile and lit everything on fire. I feel like he he was just at the point of just he had no idea what to do. I mean, I mean, no, it's 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 desperate. Yeah, it's a, it's desperate for sure. And so that was his that was his kind of final straw there. Um. And so the Tucks then moved in with their brother-in-law, uh, Darnell Subtle, who. Um, they say it was a brave and loyal relative, which is awesome. Um, so they moved into the house and uh, immediately when they moved in, shit just started lighting on fire. Don't do it. Witnesses stated that there had been no one around at the time when the fire started. It all at once was burning. Um, yeah. Sorry, that was actually the house. So when they left the house, I apologize. When they left the house, their second house, after they left, this thing just, just engulfed in flames. Just went up in flames. And then they moved in with their uh, the brother-in-law. Um, so I mean, dude, where do you even go? Like, what do you, what What do you do? What do you even do? I know. And so this is so this is the third house when they move in with the brother-in-law and. Um, so, after they move in with the brother-in-law, they're visited by um, two police officers, Lieutenant Ben Cooley and Patrolman John Childers. Ch- Childers. Yeah, yeah, Childers. So, um, they walk in the house, and it's just in massive disarray. Um, Cooley noted that a quilt was hanging on a tree, and before his eyes, it just suddenly started burning. Um, the whole quilt burst into flames except for one small end, and he said within moments, the fire had gone out, leaving the cloth blackened and smoking. Um, so yeah, they're just stunned. Um, he said, I saw it, but I wouldn't have believed it myself if I hadn't seen it. Um... At the time this happened, Calvin Tuck was not at the house. Um, his wife was there, and um, apparently there were also buckets of water in like every room of the house. Have to, have to safety first. Yeah, because major precautions. Major precautions. Um, so then there, then at this point they're just like, what do we do? So they go and see a, um, basically a voodoo, a voodoo man. And they get this, uh, they get this remedy, um, 
If you're curious, it says the spell consisted of a package of seeds and instructions for making three days supply of medicine, which was to be poured into a bottle and buried upside down. The quote-unquote medicine was made up of a half pint of vinegar, two gourd seeds, two six-penny nails, three straight pins, and a mule biscuit. I don't know what a, any idea what a mule biscuit is. I don't either. A biscuit for a mule. I was going to say, just, it might just be what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the doctor also gave Tuck some herbs that he and his family were to chew up for three days, and then... They were to take another gourd seed, cut it in half, and Calvin and his wife were each to swallow one half. Um, Just a good old-fashioned uh, you voodoo know, recipe. The good old voodoo recipe. Uh, surprisingly enough, this didn't work. And, I'm um, shocked. Uh, Actually, <laughs> I don't want to mess with voodoo. I'm a little surprised. Yeah. All respects to voodoo. There are crazy stories out there of voodoo working, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to naysay on voodoo. And I agree. I don't want any bad juju. I have po- voodoo. I apologize. Yes, we are not not saying bad things. Some Not everything works every time. Not a, you know, not Nothing everything. Nothing is 100% <laughs> guaranteed, except death and taxes. So, we'll leave it there. Um, happy week. I'm happy. We, I feel cleansed. Uh, yeah, I think we're good. I, 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 was, I was worried there for a second, but I think we're good. I guess we'll find out tonight. Um, so, the investigation continued and Chief of Police Leon Curley and Lieutenant Cooley came to the house to interview Tuck about eight fires reported the day before. They stayed for about 40 minutes, but no new outbreaks occurred. They returned later Saturday afternoon with the state fire marshal. Ooh. And they had to be there only about 20 minutes when another fire broke out amongst some rags on the kitchen shelf. So, this happened, yeah, so there's just, that's pretty much all the, all like, of what happened. Um, The, um, more fires occurred that, uh, more fires occurred and eventually, um, Calvin and Willie Bell, they, they go, they leave, um, and they found a friend who agreed to let them stay with them, and all eight members of the family were in this town called Aniston, and that was four homes and 52 fires later. What a nightmare. Yeah. It's just craziness. I think it's interesting at the end of this article, apparently they got the youngest boy to, to confess. Yes. Yes. Um, but... His confession was, let's just say, didn't come organically. A little coercion. It came right. It came at the hands of coercion, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And from what it sounds like, no one really believed him. Everyone was like, "All right, well, I don't like." Obviously, a nine-year-old is not doing <laughs> this. Like, he's not even around all the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, they said that he possessed uh, voodoo powers. Ah, of course. Um, they also talk about, um, phosphorus being the cause of these fires. Mm. Um, however, phosphorus is not that easy to obtain and also it burns a bright white light Mm -hmm. and you also have to keep it, I think it said in water to, um, prevent it from spontaneously combusting. So it's a highly flammable material. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
So the fire marshal, Frank Craven, stated that he did not believe the boy's confession, and he did not consider the mystery of the fires to be solved once the youngest boy was convicted, and uh, he was never, it was never convicted. Um, so I think it was one of those things where the police were just like, this is we, weird, and we need to... We need something, especially, I mean, I hate to say it, but as a... African American family in the in the South True. in yeah. the nineteen uh, fifty late nineteen fifties yeah nineteen fifty eight mm-hmm. it's a tough time it's a tough time for sure um, also um, it's not like they were gaining anything from these fires I would say losing the, uh, losing fact, a the lot opposite. a lot. And so, for anyone who's like, oh, they're just trying to get attention, um, yeah, that's not really... There's no benefit. There's no point. No, no point. benefit at all. There was a theory that apparently they had moved away from, I think it might have been Birmingham, um, and that the theory was that the the boy wanted to go back, so he was, he was burning stuff, but from this report, there's a ton of case, there's a ton of... Um, Reports where people just they saw things just light up like a ton of in, right incidents. Where, yeah, where people were actually I mean, there. Dude, if if fire is coming from the ceiling, no nine no nine year olds gonna like. I'm just gonna be up there. Yeah, yeah. I can't even reach the ceiling. I don't want to reach. I can't the even ceiling. reach the top shelf in our pantry. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm a grown adult. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm an average sized adult. It's a shame. You know, have you seen those things old people use? It's like it has like the little trigger and it has the clamps on the end. It's like a long stick, and you like reach and you can pull things down. I haven't. Mm. It sounds like something that you like can pick up trash with. It is. It's basically yeah that, but, but it's you don't use it to pick up trash. Yeah, yeah. Huh. We got one from my grandpa, but he never used it. Was he just resistant? Or? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Mm. So yeah, that's um, that's that story. I uh, I don't know. Not a fan of fire. I don't like fire. I'd um, rather just get normal poltergeisted. I would rather be just poltergeisted, not fire poltergeisted. Uh-huh. Um, poltergeist. <laughs> that's another pronunciation. Yes, yes. Um. I think yeah that I think that's horrifying. Um, the poltergeist phenomenon usually does center around a kind of like a, a younger human, somewhere where there's like emotional stress. Yeah, in the uh, in the Conjuring, the fame the, the famous uh-huh. movie, the Conjuring, yeah, yeah. they uh, I think it latched onto the daughter because they're yep. easier to uh, control. Yep. Easier to manipulate. Yeah. Um, with the Bell's Witch, that's another theory. Ooh. There was there were young children there, so that's 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 the idea. Um, again, a little hard to prove, but um, if you're experiencing it, I'm sure it is pretty real. I was gonna say hard to prove, but if you're if you're living it where your house is catching on fire everywhere you go, yeah, it seems quite authentic. First hand accounts, um, probably yeah, probably that, legit. That is something that really gets to me 
when people are like just like super 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 adamant mm. that this happened to me and like this is real you know what i mean like again like they are not i mean i don't know but in this scenario in this situation they are not financially or personally gaining no they aren't anything no yeah they're not like trying to put on a show or make money um if anything it sounds like they lost money yeah they definitely did they definitely did um so yeah that's that what if there's a water poltergeist it would just spray water everywhere yeah it's uh in moana moana yeah the ocean ah. the ocean's the ultimate water poltergeist. oh man i still haven't watched that really no i know i know what we're doing this weekend ah sicario 2 oh also i gotta prep for that though that's gonna be intense it's gonna be intense yes sicario 2 sicario the first one was the first one's really good go watch sicario you gotta watch gotta watch the first one that's another crazy thing the border The, the U.S.-Mexico border, man, is, is is a whole different beast. Do you... I, I don't know, man. Do you think that Mexico, like... It doesn't seem like Mexico gives a shit. Do you think they should? <laughs> I mean, I, I think so, yeah. Why? I mean, dude... Well, I mean... I don't know, though, because... Half the country's run by cartels, so it's almost like they have bigger problems. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, that's 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 an argument. I just, I don't know, man. I just think like, I mean, they must just be really greedy, or I mean, you would, th- but you would think you would want like a, a like. I mean, there are nice parts of Mexico. Don't get me wrong, but like, a lot of it is pretty rough lots of, a lot of it is yeah we've talked about this how how Mex- i mean mexico is a developing country yeah there are parts of it that are super super nice and there are parts of it that are more resemblance of like a third world nation a developing country i mean yeah dude yeah juarez and tijuana not good places <laughs> um that, was I telling you about this? I heard about this this conspiracy that there's some sort of concerted effort to push immigrants up through Central America to try to destabilize the U.S. so that we'll have to join a world government. Uh, you did. You did. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It seems it seems a little too random for me for. <laughs> You yeah. know, if you're trying to establish a new, a more equal balance of power, mm-hmm. I think it'd be a little more systematic. You would think so. At least my plan to take over the world would be a little more systematic. How, how long have you spent on that plan? Approximately five minutes. Oh, okay. So pretty new. Pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you feeling about it? Not too hot. Not too hot. Not too hot. Considering anything I Google is getting tracked by the FBI. 
Um, it's got to keep it on paper. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that's why that's the plan. It's just, uh, you know, just slow and slow and just like you know, it'll it'll be the the straw that breaks the camel's back. Just yeah. to unbalance the United States over hundreds of years of immigration. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Still no Trump wall though. Imagine that. Imagine that. Who saw that coming? Still got a couple more years though. Do <laughs> you think he gets reelected? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know enough about it and I don't wanna like speak on it, but yeah. I feel like I'm I'm amazed that he's made it this far. Like from what I understand, there's again I don't know a lot about it. It's just what I read on the internet, and we all know the internet is full of alternative facts. Yes, and sometimes even fake news. <laughs> but it it seems like there are like there's some pretty good evidence that like there should be steps taken to that he should like be impeached or at least considered. We said uh, yeah, I, I mean again, like the I dude's, said the dude's sketchy. I don't I don't you can debate on if he's doing a good job or not, but the dude's sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, the dude's sketchy. Again, I don't I don't have any like personal opinions cuz it's probably I'm I'm a little embarrassed that I haven't read enough. There's just I, it, it's we just said this, there's, there's so, too much. There is. There is. I want to be more informed. I, I don't really know how. And there's a lot of moving parts. And I, I am just amazed that he's made it this far. So as far as re-election goes, I, I don't know who's going to be our president in, in six months. I don't know, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I can't even think about next election Wait, when... Did you say six months? Uh-huh. Oh. It's like two years. I'm saying if he gets impeached. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I'm saying, right, if he doesn't make it a full four. for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of things won't change that much. They never do. That, oh, that's another very fair point, is that things don't, it's crazy, this is so, this is so random, but when you, when people in in the past, like in the 60s and 70s and whatever, like, oh, what is the future going to look like? Like, what is, what is the year 2000 going to look like? Ah, this is the And there are... A million skyscrapers, flying cars, <laughs> flying you know. cars, just like the Jetsons, the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, the life, it, uh, life is obviously very different. We have the mm-hmm. internet, whatever. But day to day, people still wake up. They drive their cars to work. They come home. They mm-hmm. throw their uh, hot pockets in the microwave. We still have TV dinners, you know. And you and you sit your ass down and you watch TV for five hours. Yeah. It's pretty much yeah. It's you know what, what I happens. mean? Like what? Like our our day to day has changed like a little bit, but our routines, like what we do as humans, like yeah, really haven't. That's true. Things like you said, things change slower than uh, yeah you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. Speaking of slowly but surely, um, me and Kyle uh, just had retest week at CrossFit. We do. Uh, Big congratulations to Eric for uh, PRing and thank you. Uh, the CrossFit is working. The CrossFit is working. It is. We are getting stronger. We are getting stronger. At least Eric's getting stronger. No, dude, you were throwing up that <laughs> weight today. I was like, what is this? <laughs> oh yeah, 
It was a good time, though. Love. Shout out to, shout out to Trey. Uh, Trey and Lacey, if they listen. If you've made it this far. If you've made it this far, you probably haven't because I know Trey. I feel like Trey, like, he's got to have, like, short and concise stuff. If you made it this far, though, you guys are awesome. We love you. Um, and, yeah. Got anything else? I don't. I hit you with my... Do you have any questions for me? I hit you with two questions. Oh, dude, I should. I feel bad. I have another one. Do you want another one? <laughs> sure. Does Let's a, do it. Does a straw uh-huh. have one hole or two holes? Ah, definitely two. Okay. Yeah. So I read... Uh, this was another thing I read on Twitter. So mm-hmm. a straw does have... It, it is... It is two holes. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if you, if, if you cemented one side, then there would definitely be one hole. For sure. So in the three-dimensional object, it's technically only one hole, but it's – I know that a straw is three-dimensional, yeah. but, there, but there are two holes. Uh. Just because it's elongated doesn't make it – because you – do you know what I mean? Like, I do, no. For the fact that, the fact that if you were to – I don't know, it would be the worst straw ever, but you could definitely close up one side. I mean, it wouldn't work. That doesn't make it any... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you did... You altered it somehow. Yeah. So, there's one hole, and then... So, there are two holes to a straw. Yeah. I don't know if that made any sense at the end, but... A straw has two holes. I think it did. I mean, it totally did. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be, you'd be surprised the amount of people that were adamant that... Oh, I can only imagine... Only imagine Twitter. Special place. I will have... Well, uh, I do have one announcement. Kyle will not be here next week. Oh, yeah. This is going to be my last episode for Uh two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. I'll have to find some replacements. I might do a solo episode. I don't know. I haven't decided. I I do have one story that I'm going to do in honor of uh, you going to Spain. I appreciate that. It's a Spanish... uh, uh, It's a Spanish... um, uh, UFO encounter. Yeah. I look forward to listening. Look forward to that. Um, social media was earlier. It so was. I think we're good. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Um, enjoy, hope, enjoy your 4th of July. Yes, if you're American, enjoy your 4th of uh-huh. July. If you're not American, then en- enjoy your day. Enjoy your Wednesday. Yeah, I think so. Enjoy your first week of July. <laughs> And if you feel so inclined, you can celebrate the 4th of July as well. You can. It's for everyone. But most, mostly us. Mostly Americans. I'll let you celebrate. I'll allow it. We'll we'll allow it this time. We hope you guys enjoyed listening, and we'll talk to you next week.